What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. We obviously didn't have a show on Tuesday, and I know everybody was was very upset about that. But guess what? We're back with another episode of the show. So, uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for spending some of your day with me. I appreciate it. A lot to get to since we didn't have a show on Tuesday. Some very important stuff, some not so important stuff, and we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about it all. We got some baseball, obviously, some softball, obviously, but the big one was March Madness. We didn't talk about the the Iowa game until now. We're going to talk about it right now, uh, but we'll also uh, talk a little baseball, a little softball, and get you ready for the weekend because games. We're in conference now. The games really matter now. But let's begin with the NCAA tournament, Southeastern and Iowa. Southeastern's Cinderella season comes to an end 95-43 against Caitlin Clark and the Iowa Hawkeyes. Caitlin Clark, 26 points, 12 assists, 9 of 14 from the field. Caitlin Clark is so much fun. Um... Yeah, 9543. Uh Iowa out-rebounded us 45 to 31. We shot just 25%. We actually forced more turnovers than they forced us into. Um the first quarter went pretty well. I felt like we were doing what we wanted to do. We were forcing perimeter shots. They were making them. Um in the second quarter, I felt like the second quarter was the best overall quarter that we played. Because we were finally forcing shots and getting rebounds. Or uh, forcing shots that they were missing and getting rebounds, I should say. Um, There was a point in the second quarter. I think we were down 10 or 12. I don't remember. But I remember we forced a miss. And it was was the first, like, true momentum, momentum that we had all game. And it felt like if we could get to the half down 10 or 12 we would be in okay shape and they went on a run right before the half, maybe three minutes left in the half that really ended the game because it was an 11 point game at the end of one and a 22 point game at the end of two. They outscored us by 11 in the first and 11 in the second. The offense, which was my main concern for us actually showed up in the first half. We scored 32 points in the first half 17 in the first quarter, 15 in the second quarter, but we also allowed 28 points in the first quarter and 26 in the second quarter. Coach Gazzardo talked about it post-game. They went into a zone, and that threw us off a lot because it forced us to take jump shots. We have not been a very good jump three-point shooting team all all year. Um, We have not been a very good offensive team all year. We scored 11 points in the second half, nine in the third, and just two, a season low two in the fourth quarter, 95-43. That said, the third quarter felt like our best defensive quarter. The second half was much better defensively as a whole. We allowed 23 points in the third, 18 in the fourth. The third quarter, there was, you know, there, there were times where we were making consecutive stops. We just couldn't score, couldn't score in the second half, and, um, but Sierra Cunningham was really good. 15 points for her. Uh, Chrissy Brown led the way with eight rebounds. And Jen Pierre had seven assists. And just two turnovers. 
there were some bright spots, obviously. Um, but uh, nothing to hang our heads about. I mean, this Iowa team is really good. Iowa team is really, really good. And that's an understatement. They're great. They're in the Sweet 16. Who do they play? I think they play today. Uh, they play Colorado tonight for a chance to go to the Elite Eight. They're a great team. Caitlin Clark is one of the best players I've ever seen. Some of the shots that she's taking, I mean, even if she's not making the fact that she's taking them and you're expecting a shot from half court to go in with her is just incredible. It's and and her vision is phenomenal. She can pass the ball so well. I just she's a special talent. Um and it's nothing to hang our heads about. We we played a really good first quarter. Um the important thing was not letting it get out of hand in the first quarter. It we we stayed just close enough in the first quarter and it looked like we were going to have a chance to keep it close going to the halftime and they went on that run with about 3 minutes left that really put the game away, but um the offense was the concern for me. I thought the offense played well in the first half. I was extremely impressed with how well they played offensively, though. I mean, they shot the lights out of the ball. They were so good. Um, as a team, they shot um, 60%, 40% from three. They got to the foul line um, 18 times. We only got to the foul line six times. We really couldn't get inside on them. We did force more turnovers than them. Um, but overall, it's, you know, we, 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 every year this team has been building. And now, where do we go from here? You look at Florida Gulf Coast, the 12 seed, won a tournament game. That's where you want the program to get, and hopefully we can build it to that. Hopefully this becomes a program that isn't just a competing for Southland Conference championships team. It's a compete for Southland Conference championships and then go to the NCAA tournament and be a team that nobody wants to see. Become that team in women's basketball. That is a powerhouse mid-major. That's the next step. And maybe I'm getting ahead of myself saying that, but it's just so exciting to have something to look forward to with this team. And I'm so happy for all the coaches, all the players. And just what a ride, right? What a ride it was from the tournament to even the regular season. And then the tournament and just an awesome time. And something that I don't think any Southeastern fan will forget anytime soon. I hope we all appreciate it for what it was. And hopefully it becomes the normal. Hopefully we don't take it for granted, but at the same time, hopefully it becomes the norm. Hopefully this is the expectation now um, for this program. So what a ride, and I can't wait for next year already. Returning a ton of talent, um, and I'm excited. I'm very excited. Uh, We don't have a guest today, but with that, we will move into... uh, the second portion of the show, let's uh, let's talk a little softball. All my hopes and dreams are now invested in Southeastern softball. I have 
very high expectations that um, I've developed over these first 30 games, and now we're into conference play. Let's talk about how the first weekend went. Two and one weekend. Took the first two from Lamar, had a 2-0 lead, and uh, allowed six runs in the sixth, and that was how Lamar avoided the sweep. Uh, That loss was our first loss to a team that did not have a winning record. It was good to have a winning weekend, though, because even with the great record, uh, we did not have a winning weekend in the Bulldog Invitational. We lost to LSU, and then we got the win over Lamar, and then we also got a big midweek win against ULM on Wednesday. That was nice. Four to two in a comeback. Um, KK Ladner in two and two thirds against ULM had seven strikeouts. So, what is that? Six, eight of the eight batters she faced, she struck out seven of them, which is crazy. Bailey Krolschek had two hits. So did Audrey Greeley as uh, we got the win. Four to two. KK Ladner is now seven and one on the year. We've got uh, Corpus Christi two games today. The first one starting in about fifteen minutes on ESPN Plus, and then we'll play them on Saturday at noon as well. Uh, how's Corpus Christi doing this year? Let's find out. We've only played like five home games. Spent the whole month of uh, February on the road. All right, Corpus Christi softball is 13 and 11. Um I'm looking for like a big win. They 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 got run ruled by LSU twice. They played LSU twice. They lost 11 nothing and 12 nothing. They've lost to UL Lafayette twice, 5 to 2 and 2 nothing. They almost beat Iowa State. They lost 3 to 2. They got run ruled by Arkansas twice, 11 nothing and 12 nothing. They then beat Iowa State. So they do have a Power 5 win. And they went 1-2 to open conference play. Last week, they lost 1-0, 4-3, and they won 5-4 against Houston Christian. So they could easily be a 3-0 team in conference. They could easily be an 0-3 team in conference. The moral of the story is they appear to be a very good team. So this would be a good win for us if we can get it done. Um, let's see, uh, statistics-wise, who... Who we're looking at for them. They're leading. Uh, well, how do I how do I sort this? Can you go to leaders? Here we go. Um, where's RBI? There's a single. Okay, this is single game leaders. How do I? Okay, here we go. They actually are not a very good batting team. They've only got two players batting above 300. Both are batting 306. Uh, Kamane Rogron and Sidney uh, Campion are both batting 306. They don't score a ton of runs, but pitching, they've got two, uh, they've got Primrose Aholele. I apologize if I mispronounced that. 194 ERA. Uh, opposing batters are batting just 225 off of her. 
She's got nine wins, seven losses, so 16 decisions this year. That's crazy. Um, we're going to see her primarily, it looks like. Again, 13-11, and 1-2 and two in conference. As uh, Let's take a look at the Southland Conference standings really quick. Again, Southeastern 2-1. Uh, only one undefeated team right now, McNeese, 3-0. and Nichols and uh, UIW have played two series for some reason. Nichols is 4-2, UIW is 1-5, and, and then we are tied with Houston Christian at 2-1 for third place in the conference entering the weekend. Our last segment on today's show, we're going to talk a little baseball. We'll recap the Memphis series, recap the... Louisiana Lafayette game, and we'll preview uh, this uh, opening weekend of Southland Conference play. But before we do that, got to let you know that our final segment of the day is brought to you by Wise Guys Daiquiris. Wise Guys Daiquiris, the best daiquiri in all of Hammond, all of A-Meat. I don't care where you go in Hammond or A-Meat, you're not going to find a better daiquiri than Wise Guys two-for-one daiquiris every Tuesday and Thursday, and starting on Sunday, April 9th at 11 a.m., the A-Meet location will be open on Sundays. Both Hammond, both A-Meet, Sundays. You get your $5 off a gallon on Saturday and Sunday, so tomorrow and Sunday, go get a gallon for $5 off. Trivia night every Wednesday. They've got something every day of the week. It doesn't matter. The flavored lemonade daiquiris are there. It's the best. Wise guys are the best. And we thank them so much for sponsoring the show. You want to support people who support Southeastern. You want to support people who support Southeastern Athletics. Wise guys does it better than anybody. So visit their two locations, West University Avenue in Amy and West Oak Street. Or uh, West University Avenue in Hammond, I'm sorry, and West Oak Street in Ameet. Wise Guys Daiquiris, they will make you a daiquiri that you can't refuse. We thank them so much for sponsoring today's show. Now, uh, Southeastern Baseball against Memphis, that didn't go well. Felt like... Um, I went into that series saying, oh, well, we got a good chance to sweep. Uh, that didn't happen. Four to three loss on Friday. One run loss on Friday. Sunday was just got away from us. Saturday was fun. Will Kinsler is unhittable right now. And right now, I mean, all season he's been. I go into every Saturday feeling really good about it right now with Will Kinsler. He's got to be on All-American watch in my humble opinion. But, um, so Saturday, I, I always feel really good about. It's, um, Sunday that it, I've started to get less and less confident in. Friday, I still feel good about. With Brennan Stuprich. But the run support just hasn't been there. Early on in the season, we were scoring just at a crazy pace. 
And after the 7 and 0 start, we're 5 and 9. And since we beat Auburn, we're 0 and 1, 0 and 2, 1 and 2, 1 and 3, 1 and 4. We've lost four of our last five since we beat Auburn. Only 3 runs on Friday. We got 6 runs on Saturday, but only 2 runs on Sunday. And then we got shut out for the first time this year on Wednesday against UL Lafayette. We got Corpus Christi this weekend. And uh, again, the at-large bid is probably dead. The at-large bid is probably dead now. But now, none of that matters. If you win the conference, you're going to the tournament. So let's go win the conference. And how is uh, Corpus Christi doing this year? Went from being a top, went from being 70, I think, in the RPI to we're over 100 in the RPI now. Corpus Christi is 11 and 11 overall. They've lost to Texas. They beat Houston. Um, they lost to Texas Southern. They allowed 31 runs to UTSA. They lost 31 to 6. Then they put 24 runs up on Harvard. They won 24 to 3. And here they are now. They almost beat Texas State. That would have been a good win. We are on the road. I don't remember us ever playing that well against Corpus Christi at Corpus Christi. Um, but we'll see. Again, the at-large dream, probably dead. So now, all the attention goes on being the best conference team we can be. It's a new season. Stuprich. On Friday, Kinsler on Saturday, and Andrew Landry on Sunday. Looks like it's going to be a awesome, awesome matchup on Saturday. Will Kinsler 4-0, 2-1-5 ERA against uh, Colin Purcell of Corpus Christi. He's 2-0 with a 2-8-1 ERA. Hopefully we can get on this Friday night guy quick. He's got a 6.65 ERA. Hayden Thomas, he's 3 and 2. Hopefully we can get on him quick. And then they're throwing a guy who's 1 and 2 with a 7.83 ERA on Sunday. On paper, I'm confident. We'll see what happens with it though. Anyway, um sorry for no guests today. Um been a busy week. Been a busy week, but I wanted to wanted to come and, and, and do a show. Um, so here it is. We'll get back into the normal swing of things next week, most likely. But uh, thanks for supporting the show. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the State of SLU. Visit the website, thestateofslu.com. Huge thanks to Wise Guys for supporting us and supporting Southeastern Athletics. Um, and yeah, let's have a good weekend and We'll get back into the true swing of the show, true swing of things next week. Um, Yeah, so with that, I'll see you on Tuesday. It's lying up over everything. This is the State of Southeastern.